Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Michelle and Gladys are about to come on and rock your world talking about the keys to manifesting the relationship of your dream. So if that's something you're ready to manifest that, you're committed, you're looking like what do you need to change, who do you need to become, how do you transform into that version of yourself, you definitely want to stick around to this interview. It's going to be powerful. These two transformational coaches are going to bring it. Before we dive into that though, I just want to say thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for choosing to be your greatest possible self, whether you're here on the, the live or the replay, however you're getting this, I just want to say thank you for showing up and taking one step at a time. Next up, I want to say thank you for our iTunes review of the week. This week, it's by Dom Brightman, who says, a spirit bomb of good, life-changing, empowering, empowering content. Chris has a great podcast that has curated some of the Earth's most inspiring humans that deliver value. It's great when the host has energy and the guests also bring their A-game. Give this a listen or over 9,000 listens. Dom, thank you so much for that review. And if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beyourgps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store. Give us a review there. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you. I'm going to intro Gladys and Michelle in just a sec. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. This is going to be a powerful interview. Let's introduce them and then bring them on the screen. Gladys Diaz and Michelle Rosa, also known as the Love Twins, are certified dating and relationship coaches and co-founders of Hearts Desire International. Through their unique and introspective approach to attracting love and creating intimacy in relationships, Gladys and Michelle have taught women the skills which have empowered them to attract and meet the man of their dreams and reignite the love, passion, and romance in relationships that was once believed to be over. Their own experiences of heartbreak, Michelle as a divorced single mom and Gladys as a, as a widow, and the inner journey they took to attract and create new and extraordinary love in their own lives have enabled them to relate to women who have experienced that heartache and want to experience love again, but might be frightened, unsure, and unwilling to settle for a less than extraordinary relationship. They are passionate about working with women and seeing the transformation that takes place when they remove the fears, the barriers, and, and anything else that has been blocking them from having loving, fulfilling relationships so they're able to effortlessly create the loving, intimate, lifelong relationships their hearts desire with grace, ease, and fun and the careers and lives they absolutely love and deserve. And we are blessed to have Gladys and Michelle with us here today. Are you two ready to rock the house? Yes, we are. <laughs> I love that. Twins, twinning. <laughs> I love it. I love it. This is going to be so much fun. I don't think I've ever interviewed twins on the marathon. So thank you too for showing up and just all the great work that you're doing in the world today, helping people to rediscover that love. So we're going to dive right in to the theme of today. The question is manifesting your dream partner. And we want to hear what that means for each of you. We'll dive in a ton in the interview, but just off the top of your head, what does that mean? We'll start with Gladys, since you are on the top of of our screen on this end. Gladys, what does that mean for you? 
manifesting the love, I, I really believe in Michelle and I were talking to our clients, a group of our clients yesterday, and we were saying, we don't think that women get how powerful they are in mm. truly being able to manifest the love that they want. I think we've gotten to a place in our lives where we know we can manifest what we want in our careers, that we can go mm -hmm. for the personal goals that we have. But I don't think we've quite tapped into how powerful we are and how much of that power lies within us to have the kind of relationship. And when we say nothing less than extraordinary, that's what we mean. That's right. We don't mean settling. We don't mean cutting corners. We don't mean, you know, saying, well, maybe this is the best I can get. No, no, no. We're talking about extraordinary love. Michelle says, toe curling, you know, heart skipping it. kind toe of love. Toe curling, yes. <laughs> so it is about using that power that we have inside that's sometimes covered by fears and doubts and limiting beliefs. Get that stuff out of the way so that we can tap into the power that we have. Woo, Gladys, I'm fire. I love it. Michelle, how about you? What does it mean for you? It, I would say everything that Gladys said. And then... <laughs> <laughs> um, Really being able to be yourself uh, in a relationship is so important. So when you're manifesting the relationship of your dreams, when you're calling that in, it really is about being in a relationship where you're truly yourself, where you feel realized as a human being, where you um, feel recognized, loved, and adored. Mm -hmm. And it's about creating that also for your partner. One of the things that a lot of the work that we do with the women is, you know, getting outside, uh, getting the distinction between being deserving and being entitled. Mm. And we all are deserving of love. And when we approach love from that place of I deserve it and you deserve it, it can become something so beautiful. And when we come from like, I'm entitled to it, all these other behaviors <laughs> that we coach women not to do um, <laughs> start showing up. So it's about being your best self. And about attracting somebody who has that same kind of energy, wants the same kind of thing. You may not necessarily want to do everything the same. You don't have to have every hobby um, in common, but your values, what really matters in life, and then the direction that you're headed in, having that be in the same direction. And when you follow the steps to being able to manifest that, what our clients have found, what we have found in our own love journeys is that that is absolutely possible. And then it really does feel like you are living out that relationship you always dreamed of. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's so powerful. This is great. You two are a dynamic duo. So let's dive in with, with the, the international company that you, you built, Heart's Desire. Uh, we'll start with Michelle this time. What is it that you really stand for? We've, we've heard bits and pieces and what you've shared already, but just as a company and, and your mission, what do you stand for? We really stand for every woman. Um, and man who loves a woman or man who loves a man, anybody. But we really work with women um, that they have the experience, the certainty, the knowledge that they deserve to have the love that they really desire, that they matter. And that doesn't matter what your past is. It doesn't matter what mistakes you made. It doesn't matter what choices you've made in the past. If there were mistakes and choices that you regret now, if you can get past that and you can really create from nothing what you really want, not as residue from the past, but as what it really is your desire, then you can experience that and manifest that in life. And we want every woman to wake up every day with the knowledge, we call it the know that you know that you know that you're loved. <laughs> and that starts from the inside out, right? It starts yes. inside outward, but that every woman is able to do that and that they're not settling and they have the experience of everything that they ever wanted, that they don't have to choose between having a great career, 
or an amazing love story that they get to have a great career and an amazing love story. And, you know, it's out there, but we really truly believe that a woman can have it all. She yes. Can have. Yes. I love it. I love it, Michelle. I was, I was like, the know that you know that you know that you know. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, the deepest. Every the time deepest. I say that, I get chills myself because yeah. it, it is what we truly stand for. Wow. It, that's that's so beautiful. I love it, Michelle. How about you, Gladys? Is there anything you wanted to add to that or uh, the way that you see the, the company? Well, it's absolutely, of course, we're, we're most known for being transformational dating and relationship coaches. That's, yeah. that's what we're, you know, you, that's another podcast, right? You want to get known for one thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in addition to that, it's so much more than dating. And we're not the coaches you go to for tricks and tips and mm. strategies. Mm. This is truly about transformation, transforming from the inside out. Some people don't don't want that. And, and it's okay. We might not be the coaches for them, but we our own journeys didn't come by following a list of the top mm. 10 things to do to get a man or to get your husband to stay in love with you. Mm. It's not that. It really was the transformation mm-hmm. of all of those, what we call love barriers, the fears, the limiting beliefs, the patterns that just don't work. Oof. Transforming that, that's what Michelle said, from the inside out. So that then you are able to a recognize him. He's able to recognize you and you, and you get to create that love together. And in addition to that, the bigger, if I had to go to the bigger worldwide mission, we came from a history, a pathology, generations of family, broken families mm-hmm. and people with addictions and abuse. And, and at a very young age, we decided that that, generational pattern that pathology ended with us and we and, and that was you know over 30 years ago we made that decision wow. and it wasn't a decision it was a declaration yeah and our work when we help a woman and we help her to transform herself transform her life create the relationship that that she wants new families get created or families get restored because yeah. we we also help women who are in relationships and in our, our biggest desire is that the legacy, that the, the generational legacy that happens because of the work that they did with us, that's going to go on for generation after generation. So we really do believe in it. And some people might think it sounds cheesy or whatever, but mm. so this world will be transformed through the heart of a woman. So we're changing the world one heart, one woman, and one relationship at a time. I love it. And and for all the people who say it's cheesy, like bless you and the right people, they're going to be like, yeah, music to my I soul. Say, I know it might sound frou-frou and woo-woo, but it's true-true. Like that's what it is. <laughs> I love it. I want to dive into your stories briefly. I mentioned it in the intro. Um, we had Nicole said, hi, twins. As coaches, do you also help people dealing with programs that got installed in their childhood already? Yes, we absolutely do. Actually, a lot of the programs, even though sometimes it feels like it happened and it's possible that it happened in a particular relationship, Mm -hmm. a lot of those love barriers that we were talking about, those fears, those limiting beliefs, the stories, the patterns got encoded at a very young age, usually between the time of, you know, zero before Mm -hmm. birth, it can actually happen and the time you're seven. And what happens is it gets so embedded in the subconscious And we make a decision, but we make a decision with the mind of a child. Mm -hmm. 
And without realizing it, then we keep living that decision, collecting evidence for that decision. And then when we're, you know, in our 20s, our 30s, our 40s, 50s, and so on, we're still living by the decision that a child made with all the knowledge that a little child would have. And so a lot of the work that we do with women is helping them get to the source of what those love barriers are so that they can dismantle them once they distinguish them dismantle them and then replace them with something that's actually a match for what it is that they want to have moving in the present and moving forward rather than reliving the the decisions and um, patterns of the past wow wow that's powerful that's powerful so we really have to distinguish what is going on and then we get to like replace it dismantle it and then replace it um let's go back into your journeys we'll start with you michelle um with your like what had you say, hey, love is something I want to be a stand for and I want to transform other people's lives around love. Tell us where that really began for you. Yeah, it happened very organically and it, and it happened. It, it wasn't something that I had planned on doing my entire life. Although now looking back, I've been doing it for my entire life. Yeah. Um, you know, as Gladys said, we grew up in a household that was filled with, uh, it was, you know, our father died when we were three. My mom remarried. That was um, they had my little sister. That marriage lasted six years, and it wasn't an example of what extraordinary love looks like. Mm. There's a lot of arguing and things like that. And then my mother divorced and remarried. And for 13 years, we lived a very normal life. And then at age 13 for us and nine for our younger sister, this man that my mom married came into our home and really just uprooted what we knew as normal. Mm. Um, he was uh, he he was an alcoholic. He was abusive. My mom became an alcoholic and, you know, unbeknownst to anybody until years later, uh, manifested or it triggered bipolar manic depression in her, mm -hmm. which had gone diagnosed for many years. So um, through that um, situation and through those years, it was very, very difficult. It was a lot of trauma and a lot of heartache. And eventually we had to end up leaving our home and we were, we went to live with our uncle and our aunt. Our younger sister went to live with uh, our first stepfather, who was a good man, even though it wasn't a good marriage. He was a good man. And um, at age 17, I had been through all these things and was really looking for the experience of being loved. And I didn't know this at the time, but I was looking for that outside of myself. And I ended up falling in love with somebody. And um, after dating for a year and a half at 17 years old, I found out I was pregnant mm -hmm. and we got married. And, um, you know, we got married because I was pregnant. We were also in love, but we were also in love in the love that happens when you're 17. Yeah. And uh, from the very beginning, it was very clear that it wasn't going to be a good relationship for me. And I remember my sister telling me, why do you have to marry him? Like, why can't you just have a baby? It's like my sister knew that this was not going to be the best um, thing for me. Mm -hmm. And 12 and a half years of arguments and fighting and turning the other way when I saw things that um, I knew went against my values and I knew were happening, but from a fear of being alone mm. and what, and not believing I could do it on my own. And, you know, believing that for the kids, I needed to stay um, really operating from fear. I stayed for 12 and a half years until there was an infidelity that I found out about. And I, it was the thing that gave me the courage to move because it was somebody in my family, my extended family. So everybody found out. So now it was like, okay, now you got to do something. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it was more about looking good <laughs> than anything else, but it gave me the courage to leave. And, 
you know, I thought, okay, here I have an opportunity now to start over, to do it right, to have a great relationship with somebody and was really, really excited. Um, got on online dating. Uh, and five years later was gone from excited to completely disillusioned and fed up. <laughs> like I was really not having fun dating. I kept attracting um, the wrong kind of guy. And I kept what I call, I had insert man syndrome, which it was insert any guy. And it would be <laughs> the guy who <laughs> didn't want a relationship, who had some kind of addiction, some you know alcohol, or was in the middle of a breakup, just broke up, in the middle of a divorce, getting the Like, insert man. They were all like that except for one in five years. And um, found myself just really considering that there was, uh, that maybe I was just better off alone. And, um, and thinking that there was something really wrong with me because I could create success. And this happens to a lot of successful women. I was creating success in my job, promotions, promotions, raises. My kids were thriving. Every other area of my life was great. And the area of love, I was failing and I was failing big time. Mm -hmm. And one day after I heard the same thing from another guy, you're great. I think you're wonderful. I just don't want to be in a committed relationship. I just broke down. I broke down. Um, my heart was so broken. And I'm sure there's some listeners out there who can resonate with the desire to want love and to be loved and not be able to have it over and over again. And um, what happened was I went to my coach. Now, he wasn't a love coach, but he was. I was in a leadership program and I was sharing with him my story um, and how all these men were liars and they're cheaters and all of this. And he kept asking me, well, what do I have in common? And I'm like, well, they're men. Well, what do I have in common? Well, they're cheaters. Well, what do they have in common? Well, they're liars. <laughs> he kept asking me. And finally, I was like, I don't know. You tell me. What do they have in common? He said, you. <laughs> you are the one thing five strangers have in common. And it was like uh, kick in the stomach. Like, oh, wow. And it was the first time I realized that I was the common denominator in all of these dysfunctional relationships including the one that I had been in for 12 and a half years. Mm -hmm. So that was the beginning of my love journey. Mm -hmm. And what I started to do was ask myself some questions about what is that behind that fear of being alone? Where did that come from? Um, what is it that has me hold on to someone, even though I know it's not what I want. And I got very, very curious about dismantling all of the stories and the fears. And um, through that process, found myself really found and fell in love with who I am outside of all the story. And that journey, my girlfriends noticed, asked me, how are you doing that? And I said, well, here's what I'm doing. I'd read some books, but here's what I'm doing. I'm following this process. And, you know, every day I write in my journal. I didn't know back then that that was going to end up being the Ready to Love Again program, but it was. The Ready to Love Again program was happening, which is our program for singles. And so she asked me, will you do a workshop? I'm doing a community project. Will you do a workshop for some single women? And that's how we started. We, you know, Apple started in a garage. We started in somebody's living room. And uh, we started with 20 women. And in a few months, at the end of the program, 20 single women, six of them were in a relationship. And one of them was engaged. Wow. So we did it again. And this time, five in a relationship and one of them engaged. And that was the beginning of everything. We said, we have something really special here and God's given us this gift. So it was through serving others, through my sharing my own journey, yeah. that our international company, <laughs> all these years later, it's hard to believe God created. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And it's it's so awesome when it's just what we needed when we were going through struggle or difficulty mm -hmm. or times of challenge. Like when we go through those, 
we wish we had the coach. We wish we had the mentor, the answer, the solution. But oftentimes we just don't know what we don't know. We don't know where yeah. to look. We don't know what our blind spot is. We don't know like what coach can help us transform that life. That's why that, that um, block, which is why I love the marathon, this podcast and, and mm-hmm. how accessible information is today and like you amazing powerful beautiful coaches being here to support people going through similar challenges so i just i really you know i connected with the beginning of your journey like really having a difficult time in your in your home and um you know just like you didn't know what you wanted as a as a 17 year old but you're like hey i'm gonna i'm just gonna dive in and i think a lot of people wind up in relationships like that where it's just like well this is what i'm supposed to do right this is how i'm supposed to date this is how i'm supposed to be but we can really transform that and create an extraordinary relationship. And you're living proof of that. And you're teaching women about that, both of you. So um, beautiful. Awesome. Awesome, Michelle. Great, great journey. And I want to talk to Gladys now. And Gladys, I want to hear about your journey. And um, we heard about your childhood from Michelle. Um, and if there's anything you want to add to that, you can. And specifically, what was the the catalyst, so to speak, in your journey of um discovering your commitment to helping others discover and find and attract love. Yeah, for so obviously we were twins so we had the same childhood. <laughs> and uh and um it was it was hard to go through through those many that many heartaches, you know, a lot of death, a lot of people people dying, people leaving, mm-hmm. people you trust like your parents more than anything else, uh, not being there for you. It started to create some beliefs around myself, around people, around whether or not you could, you know, so many years of keeping things secret, you even start to not trust yourself because you're pretending like everything's fine for, you know, at home. And when you go home, it's a nightmare. And, um, so even at a very young age, I was thinking about this because my 13-year-old son has a, you know, he has a girlfriend and they're so cute together. And I was like, wow, even at that age, I had a boyfriend that treated me like crap. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about this on Saturday night when I, I said, it was not a teenage phenomenon that I was really dating the wrong kind of guy over and over and over again. So at 17 years old, I had what I call the first transformation of my life. I'm a Christian. I gave my life to Christ and everything changed. I mean, I went, we believe in retreats. We have one coming up. (laughs) I went in on Friday and I came out a different human being on on Sunday and nothing has ever been the same since then. And at that retreat, it just so happened that earlier that day, I was 17 years old, earlier that day, walking down, Michelle and I always just hang out at lunch and walking down the hallways, we happened to see a friend of ours from kindergarten. We've known him since kindergarten. And we're like, hey, what are you doing here? Had a little bit of, you know, small talk. That night I went to my retreat. When I walk in, he's one of the youth ministers at this retreat. Wow. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like what are the chances? And it was good because I, it was in Spanish, first of all, which which used to be our first language is no longer. <laughs> you know, I used to be Spanish fluently, but I think in English. Um, so I, and I didn't know anybody. So it was kind of cool to to have somebody that I knew. We became friends. He used to take me to youth groups and stuff like that. Months later, I realized that it was more than friendship, and we did fall in love. We dated for three years, got married, and I thought, geez, I, this is, you know, everything that I went through in life, this is my happily ever after. I've got it. You know, I was so thankful to God, and we were in youth ministry, and that's really at 17 when he and I got together. We, we went to a retreat, and I guess we stood out 
in our leadership and they said, would you come and be uh, leaders in this group and help couples? So I started, you know, coaching couples and women at 17. It was just such a beautiful, like fairy tale thing, you know, and five years in, like right after our fifth wedding anniversary, we get the news that he has cancer. And I was 25 years old and I'm thinking, what in the world? In my, our dad died of cancer. Our grandfather died of cancer. You know, it was like, I can't believe this is happening. Um, we prayed. We fought. I mean, he fought. I, I just happened to to stand by him and, and pray, be a prayer warrior. And um, surgeries, chemo, finally goes into remission. We're like, in our head, he's healed. That's it. It's, you know. and. Um, a year and a half later, starts with a cough that we, we thought was pneumonia. Find out it was lung cancer. Like the cancer had come back and it was just spreading through his body. They couldn't, the doctors couldn't keep up with the surgeries, with the chemo, with the radiation. And one day they told us, you know, there's just, there's nothing medically that we can do. That was on a Friday and on a Monday evening, that following Monday, uh, actually morning at four o'clock in the morning, he died in my arms. And in the moment that I saw him take his last breath, I really felt, and it was a visceral feeling, two things happened. One was I, I saw all my dreams, my plans, my wishes, everything for the future died with that last breath because they all included him. And the very next thing that got born was this belief that that was it. I was never going to love. I was never going to be loved again. That was my once in a lifetime, my soulmate, and he was gone and it freaking sucked that I was 27. And that was my life sentence. I was literally sentencing myself to a life of, of never being in love again. I thought maybe I'll be, maybe I'll meet people. I'll be happy enough, but certainly not love. And apparently, I mean, now hindsight in 2020, I would tell anybody who would listen the story and that, you know, that I was just never going to love and be loved again. And one day I heard myself say it. And the only way that I can describe it to people is almost like an out-of-body experience. Like I'm over here and I'm going, I hear myself say, and I just can't believe I'm never going to love. I'm never going to be loved again. And thank goodness for a split second of awareness, God going, you know, <laughs> that's what I think, that I said, what did you just say? Mm. In my head, I'm like, what? Mm. And more importantly, why are, do you keep saying that? And I started to do, like Michelle said, I didn't know that we, we, I was creating a program that we would later use, you know, many years later. But I started to ask the questions, what would have me? And I uncovered there were two fears. One was that really no one else would ever love me again. And that stemmed from the abandonment, you know, and having to leave our family and all of that. And the second one was truly believing that if I loved someone again, I was going to have to go through that level of heartache. And I could not sign up for that again. I just couldn't. And thank goodness I did my heart work. I did forgiveness work, acceptance work, really started to, like Michelle said, find out who I really was away from the fears and the stories and the limiting beliefs. And within four months, I attracted the most amazing man into my life. And I was like, would pinch myself, was questioning it. Could this really happen? Could I really, really have love again? And was so happy. And six years into our marriage, I'm standing at the sink going, I don't know if I want to stay in this marriage. Like this whirlwind, beautiful second 
once in a lifetime and I'm standing at a sink after another argument going, this is not what I signed up for. And how in the hell did we get here? Because we were so in love and so happy. So Michelle asked me, do you want to stay married? Do you want to be married to him? And I said, not like this. And she said, well, figure it out, girl, because nagging, complaining, moaning, and bitching is not like creating a transformation here. <laughs> and I hung up on her and then I called her back. <laughs> so I, like, I love you, but bye. <laughs> I called her back. And I started to do a new level of hard work. And I started to really get curious about why would I self-sabotage mm-hmm. a relationship that was so beautiful and going so well. Mm-hmm. And it was my mouth that was ruining my marriage. I keep declaring that I'm going to write the book. My mouth almost cost me my marriage because it's the truth. I was being disrespectful, complaining, bitching, whining, moaning, did my heart work. And within just a few months, same two people mm-hmm. living in the same two house with the same two kids and a completely different, different marriage. And now we've been together um, almost 21 years. And if I would have given up six years into our marriage, I would have missed out on the last 15 years and the best, best 21 years of my life. Wow. Wow. I just want to highlight that as for anyone who's listening, who's in a relationship or has been in difficult relationships in the past, like those, those tough moments, like, right, when things are feeling like it's getting pulled apart. The foundation is like really being stressed mm. and strained to say, what is this relationship made of? Like, what are you willing to do to grow this, to to mend it, to see things from each other's perspective, to communicate, to work on it, to do what it takes to transform our own perspective and our own stories and all the stuff that we brought into the relationship. Like that is, once we break through that on the other side is the most juiciest freaking connection because <laughs> now it's like, hey, we know we can handle any storm that comes our way, we can weather that, we can prosper and thrive through that. And on the other side of that is such deep trust and intimacy and like connection saying that like, hey, we're unstoppable. As long as we, as long as we got each other like um, alone, we're awesome and epic. And together, we're just like unstoppable. Unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, and you know, I did, I did the work kind of, I call it, it was like a ninja thing. Like I didn't tell, I didn't announce my husband, I'm going to start learning communication skills. Like I didn't do this because a lot of women think we've got to do it together. We have to go to counseling together. Mm. We, we work with the woman because as we said at the beginning of the interview, we have the power. And many times what men are doing is they're responding to who we're being. They're responding. Now, that doesn't mean you. there's nothing about fault or blame, not, nothing of like that. I just took responsibility. I said, you know what? If I can take 100% ownership of what I've contributed mm-hmm. to this dynamic, then I get to take 100% of the credit for turning it around. And, right. and I did. I mean, I, I really threw myself at it. I did not want my marriage to end. And if it was going to end, it was going to end after I did everything I could, not what I knew how, because I didn't know what I was doing to sabotage my marriage. Mm -hmm. I had to learn what wasn't working and then what to replace that with. And that really is the work that we, that we do now. And so in our singles group, uh, I mean, our singles program, like Michelle said, ready to love again, we use her process Mm -hmm. uh, that she, that she took to attract Arnie into her life, which by the way, today, I know you all are seeing this at different times, the, the replay, but today is their wedding anniversary, their, their ninth wedding anniversary. <laughs> and um, 
and with the girlfriends and wives, we work with girlfriends like from the beginning of their relationship because obviously they finish our programs and now they're in relationships and they don't want to fall back into old patterns. But we also use my process that I went through to turn marriages and relationships around that are falling apart. And you, it can be scary and you might be saying, but I don't know how. That's, we'll give you the how. All you need to have is the heart. The commitment. And the desire yeah. to learn. Yep. To learn what to do differently. Yeah. Wow. That's so powerful. Gladys is gold. Michelle, did you want to add anything to that? I know there's a lot Gladys said there. Did anything come up for you as far as, you know, women who might be listening, things that you wanted to touch on? Yeah. You know, I think that, and this has been our experience, that there's this misconception that everybody should know how to create a great relationship, you know, attract one. Everyone should know how to have a happy marriage. There's some people that have that innate ability. The majority of us don't. <laughs> the majority of us um, will do what we saw growing up. The majority of us will do what our friends tell us. I mean, those five years that I was dating unsuccessfully, I did what a lot of single women do. And I'm going to say, stop doing it. I went to my single girlfriends for <laughs> advice. There was a reason they were single and there was a reason <laughs> I was single. Now I can see that, right? I didn't see it then. But um, a lot of times we think we should know this. And for everyone, it's not the same. And if we did have either poor examples growing up or we just do, we're doing what we think is right, but it's not giving you the, the results that you want. Like if you are not in the relationship you've always wanted to be in, if you're not with nothing missing, and I mean nothing missing, if you're not in that relationship, then just... I think it takes humility and it takes courage to say, I don't know. I don't know. And let me go to someone who does and let me have, let me work with them so I can figure this out. And it's not a cookie cutter approach. Mm. We walk everybody through the same process, but we help our clients to identify what their particular, what their particular barrier is mm. and how they can distinguish and dismantle that. And, um, you know, it's been an amazing journey. This is going to be our, our 12th, year doing this officially you know our company's been around now for 12 years and we have women who we're coaching all over the world like every corner of the world and it doesn't matter what corner of the world they're in there are some skills that someone needs to have in order to be able to create a relationship but on but you first have to do what we call the heart work mm. to get your mindset and your heart set in the right place. And then you can add in the skill set because otherwise you're trying to just put technique and tactic on top of what's not working. And that's yeah. unfortunately what a lot of people do. And that's why they keep experiencing limited results or no results at all. So I want to I wanna remind our listeners that they can continue their journey with you after this with the Ready to Love Again program and dive into that. And we'll share a little bit more about that. And I want to dive into what can we do to start doing that heart work mm -hmm. to open ourselves up. I know you talked about like a, a manifestation kind of journaling process. Like what, what can you give our audience today? We'll start with Michelle and then Gladys if you have anything to add with it. The very first thing, and a lot of people think they have this, but really when, when we talk to them, it's very generalized. It's being crystal clear mm -hmm. about what you want to experience. Um, there are a lot of different ways that people go about this. And, and we know that one common way is let me write down everything that I want in a partner. And I'm not saying that that doesn't work, but what we have found is that it's not as effective as, a, as the way that we we do the work with our clients. So when you're focusing on a partner, you're, the power is with the other person. 
so it, it kind of, you're waiting for this thing. And then if you're, if you're under the misconception that there is a the one versus there are many the ones and you're going to be able to say who it is, which was yep. my experience at the end, I got to choose between two amazing men and married the one that I've been with uh, today, nine and a half years. So oh, nine years, I'm sorry. And we've been together 13 and a half years. So it's getting crystal clear about what you want. Now, a lot of times when we ask women, what do they want? We get a list of everything they don't want. <laughs> or we get a list of the kind of guy that they want. Yep. That is not zeroing in on what they want. And what mm. we mean by what you want is what's the experience you want to have in the relationship of your dreams? What is it that you want to see, hear, feel, experience in that relationship? And when you can get crystal clear about that and through that process of getting clear on that, you also get clear on what the barrier to that is for you right now. Mm -hmm. And then we can do the work to figure out well, where, where does that fear come from? So for example, if somebody says, I want financial security, there's a fear about not being safe, not being secure. Mm -hmm. Where did that come from? Let's talk about that. Then all you really want to feel is you want to feel safe in your relationship. That is going to have a different experience and energy show up than looking for financial security, which if men are tuning in, women, mm -hmm. they can pick up on it. They know it. They, they were hunters once, you know, they, they can sniff it out. <laughs> and no guy wants to feel like that's the reason why a woman's with them. Even if there are other reasons, if that one's the one that comes up in the forefront, he's going to pick up on it. So that's just one example. Gladys, I don't know if you want to add anything to that, to the, getting the crystal clear part. Well, I mean, the best part about crystal clarity is that then you don't waste time. I always say you want to. We, we tend to work with very smart, successful, powerful women. You know, the law of attraction. You attract who you are. That's right. And I always say you want to piss off a successful woman, waste her time. So that's why there's a lot of women who are angry <laughs> with online dating and and all of that because they mm -hmm. feel like they're wasting their time. When you get crystal clear about the experience that you want, then it. You, there's no time wasting. It's either that or it's not. It's you're either having the experience that you want or you're not. And just the other day we got a we got a, a um what is it a WhatsApp? I couldn't think of the, of the platform. A WhatsApp message from one of our clients who's in Austria, and she said everything that I wrote down in the exercise of creating the relationship of my dreams is everything that I'm experiencing and more. And anytime that we get the wedding invitations or announcements, everybody says that it's everything that I created in that exercise and more. Because mm -hmm. when you create the exercise, you're still looking through the filter of what you believe is possible, mm -hmm. right? But what's really possible is so much bigger. So I think the clarity, it saves you time. It saves you unnecessary heartache. And more than anything, that's where you tap into what we call the irresistible essence. Your mm -hmm power innate you're born with it to manifest what your heart truly desires wow so i'm hearing that putting the focus on the man number one that is going to cause the it's almost like i wouldn't say desperation but like attachment to something outside some external thing versus hey who am i being and who am i becoming as a as the best version of myself right and so if we start with that what's the experience that i want to have as michelle said like what what do i want to create my experience in my life 
And then how do I want my relationships to be? How do I want my career to be? How do I want my health and wellness? Like it can apply everywhere, but it really starts with how do I want to feel about myself when I wake up? How do I want to look at myself? How do I want to think about myself first? And so like building that is, is the most important thing. Cause if we start with that, then everything else is just like excess and bonus and, exactly. you know, awesome, awesome add-ons. But if we're happy with ourselves, it's like life is great and we will naturally attract amazing things into our, into our space. Yeah. And I, I do think, thank you for, for adding that in, because I do think that a lot of people underestimate the power of energy and there's more and more science coming out about there. I mean, energy is everything. One of the yeah. smartest men alive ever, Albert Einstein said that energy is everything. And he says, it's not a philosophy. It's, it's science. Truth, yeah. And that energy that, and we, when, you know, when we do that exercise with our clients about um, creating the relationship with their dreams, we show them how they can ground themselves in that energy daily. Not wait, mm -hmm. don't wait to be that. Yeah. Once you're in the relationship, mm -hmm. practice being that every single day. And I know for sure that for me, when I got really clear on that and I started reading the relationship with my dreams every day, and I would ground myself in that energy. I would read it in the morning, I would read it at night, I would read it out. And I was able to walk out of my house in that energy. And when you ask um, my husband today what it was that attracted him to me, he's like, obviously, she's beautiful, which I love every time he says that, of course. But the other thing he says, I do too, by the way, because we're twins. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing he says, it's who she was being. I couldn't resist mm. who she was being. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's what getting crystal clear is. It's about what's the beingness that you want to experience in yourself. And with your partner, when you are in that relationship, and if you already are in the relationship, even if things don't look that way right now, there is a way to get yourself, like Gladys did when she went through her hard work, to get yourself to figure out what is it, what is that thing that you keep doing that you need to stop and why. And a lot of this is happening subconsciously. You know, I, I was telling a client of mine uh, the day before yesterday, it's like your phone, when you have it and it's just sitting there. You don't have to do anything. All of a sudden, a screensaver comes up, and it just. And then, if you need to do something, it tells you what to do. That is how your brain is. It just it's automatic. And a lot of us are sleeping through our relationships, yeah. and sleeping through our lives, and we're we're missing out on the amazingness mm. of every opportunity, and that every relationship is created in a moment by moment by moment basis. So it doesn't matter how bad it's been. You can turn it around when you have the right tools, and one of the the first tools is getting clear. Yeah, I love it. And I, I just love the word irresistible that you mentioned earlier. So for everyone who's tuning in who wants and is committed to creating that irresistibility in yourself, whether you're in a relationship now or uh, attracting that beautiful relationship, take a screenshot of this, put it on social media, tag us and hashtag irresistible or put it in the comments on Facebook, live or replay. We want to hear that you are committed to being irresistible. This is awesome. So Gladys, I want to jump over to you and talk about in terms of building a, a awesome relationship that lasts or even repairing one, you know, what do we need to know about that? Well, the, the thing that, because I know that sometimes there's, I know in my heart, there's some people watching or listening who are like, maybe it's too late. Like maybe we're at the point where it's too late. And I just say, People tell us, I've done everything. I'm like, well, if you haven't worked with us, no, you haven't done everything because you're, you're, you haven't learned these skills. And while we can't predict what's going to happen, we have a pretty 
good track record of having relationships, even when the divorce papers have been in hand, even when the man has already moved out, really being able to restore the relationship. So what I would say are the essential components. And I know some women might be like, why do they keep saying it's about me? Well, because you, everywhere you go, there you are. And so you really do have the power. So it's figuring out, okay, first of all, there's nothing wrong with you. There wasn't anything wrong with me when my relationship wasn't working. There wasn't anything wrong with Michelle when she was attracting men who weren't good for her. It's not that there's anything wrong with you. It's that whatever you've been doing up until now doesn't work to give you the results that you want. So until you really distinguish what the love barriers are, whether you're single or you're in a relationship, it's almost like throwing spaghetti at the wall, trying to figure out. And that's what a lot of people are doing. And that's, and it's what's causing a lot of confusion. People are going to, to counseling and I'm not putting down counselors, but if you don't, if you don't have a counselor who, first of all, has done transformational work and believes in the power of transformation, you're getting a lot of ahas and awareness about why everything's gone to poop, to not say something else on air, but you're not getting the skills of, okay, where do we take it from here? And that's the yeah. difference between therapy and coaching. It's here's what's happened. Here's why it happened. This is what we do to transform it, to dismantle it, like Michelle was saying before, and replace it with something new. So really figuring out what the real issue is, mm -hmm. is pivotal, whether you're single or you're in a relationship. And once you have that awareness, not walking around and like, oh, I'm so aware of everything I'm doing is screw up my, my love life. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? It's, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's what The next question is, how do I transform it? And That's notice right. how we use the word transform. We're not mm -hmm. saying improve we're not saying make a different better version of it we're saying you are going to have a completely different brand new relationship with yourself relationship with men and relationship if you're in a in a committed relationship or marriage relationship with your partner it mm. all transforms and then you get to live the life that you've always dreamed of and be in the love that you've always dreamed of mm. do you want to add anything to that michelle Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think one of the, um, for singles, one of the things that they can absolutely do that, that'll be, you know, until they can do the deeper heart work that will change everything is to really take their time with dating, um, mm -hmm. to get to know the men. I, we are, so, you know, we used to be surprised now we're not anymore, but now we're, we're just talking to our clients and talking really to even people who aren't our clients about this. Do not accept the date from somebody unless you've talked on the phone with them at least a couple of times, because it doesn't send a good message <laughs> that you'll take a date from anybody without even having heard the sound of their voice. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and that is, and you hit on it before, Chris, it's the desperation. Yeah. Sometimes it's obvious, sometimes it's subtle, but it's there. And so part of getting crystal clear is also about getting clear on your values and getting clear on your boundaries. And there are so many women walking around not clear not with a clue about what their boundaries are how to set them how that makes such a difference for them and why being um aware and then responsible for your values and boundaries is such a critical part of this and we walk our clients through being able to do that identify that for themselves and then create boundaries and it's really um heartbreaking to see how many women don't know how to do that and they feel guilty or they feel mm. You know, like if I say this, he's going to get upset or I'm going to lose my one chance to fall in love. And that's where we get into the pattern of tolerating. Mm. 
mm. behavior that we would have never tolerated before, settling for scraps um, and really um, under undervaluing who we are. Yeah. As and one thing, I, one thing a, I wanted to add to yeah, this, please. Michelle, real quick is um, I think of the New Year's resolution, right? When, when someone says, hey, I'm going to set this New, Year, New Year's resolution. I'm going to go after this goal. If we don't have a structure and like coaching and support and accountability and things like that, we, most likely most people are not trained to be effective um, at executing on that goal and succeeding with it, right? So same thing with boundaries. Like we might say, okay, well, here's what's not going to happen in my life or in my relationship. Here's what's going to happen. And then when we get in the moment, I find, I find a, a lot of people might be um, negotiating with themselves, might be tolerating certain things like, oh, well, you know, he's kind of pushing the limit. Okay, he's pushed the limit, but, you know, you know, like we're already we're already this far into the relationship. I don't want to rock the boat, da, 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 da. So it's like actually enforcing those boundaries, the values and like what we stand for. I think a lot of people have a difficulty with that. And so having you two as support to guide them through that, like and really check like with love. Hey. Are you really standing for what you said you were committed to in a relationship? I think oftentimes people can design the dream man, but are you actually willing to to put in the work on yourself to say I will not settle unless I unless he meets these criteria, unless he meets these non-negotiables? And so I think having that support is super important there. Yeah. And it starts with, you know, what is it that matters to me? Like he may have his own idea of what he wants, but sure. he, when I'll, I'll give you a really clear example. Before I got clear about what I wanted and my values and my boundaries, before I was crystal clear on that, if you treated me halfway nice, mm. you took me to a halfway nice place to eat dinner, you called me every once in a while, mm. I thought that was it. Because I had had so much history with men not treating me right, men not paying attention, men not really caring about me. It was a total match for my relationship to myself. I'm not bad mouthing men. I know that the men that I attracted were doing the best that they could with what they knew and, and what they had. I get that. But that's what I was attracting because that's where I was. Hmm. When I did my heart work and I shifted to holding myself, myself to a high standard, myself responsible for my boundaries, which is nobody else's responsibility but mine to honor. Like nobody else has to honor my boundary except for me. And I was very clear on making sure that my boundaries, my values, my actions, my words all were a match. Then if somebody treated, you know, treated me disrespectfully, I didn't go on another date with them. Mm. I just didn't. It was just, it was just that clear. If somebody made some degrading comment, there was no reason to continue texting on the, on the online app. Mm. There was just no need for that. So that's one of the other things that Gladys said about not having to waste time. Because when you're crystal clear, you clearly can see when it's a match for what you want. And you can clearly see when it's not. And that was one of the big things that I was able to transform in myself and to transform my whole dating experience. I know for sure, like as sure as I know, my name is Michelle Rosa, that had I not been the woman that I that I transformed myself into, there's no way my path would have crossed with my husband now because he is such a high quality guy. He holds himself in high regard. He's human and humble like everybody else, but he's an amazing human being. And I always say the most amazing human being I ever met. Mm. And our paths would not have crossed. And if they had, I would have thought oops, too much for me. And I would have just like downplayed and gone somewhere else where I could be pretty sure like my hand is down, down. You can't see it. <laughs> it was pretty down. Um, and then I, 
I'm like, no, I like, I'm a high quality woman and I deserve love and respect. And I deserve to have a life that's everything that I wanted. And now that I know how to do that, I believe, which is the second thing you have to have is real faith and belief in yourself that you can create this, that I can create it. And there was no doubt in my mind that I was attracting it and that it was, it would show up. And, you know, from the time that I was laying on my bed, crying and talking to my coach (laughs) to the time that I um, started dating my now um, husband was six months. Mm six months. And what's interesting is three months into that experience of dating him when he was, we were having a conversation and it came up organically because you never want to have the, where this, where is this going conversation, ladies? If you have to have the, where is this going conversation? The answer is nowhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> We've been drifting for a while. Drifting for a while. We got to check in here. <laughs> Not a good So time. it just happened organically. And he repeated again that he just, because when somebody meets you, they don't know if they want to be in a committed relationship or not. Right. But three months later, he was still in the same space. And it was the first time. And so many of our clients have been able to do this and have been able to either be with that same guy because he wakes up and realizes what he's losing mm-hmm. or find the next guy is the next guy that, that ends up being the husband. Is I was able to say, you know what? I, I'm falling in love with you. This, I can't keep dating you because I'm going to end up hurting myself. Mm-hmm in this and i really wish it was you because i love you but i love me more and it was the first time i ever said that and didn't try and convince somebody to like me to commit to me and i was willing to walk away and five months later he came looking for me i was already dating somebody else and asked me if i would give him another opportunity and i had no idea that it was even still in his mind that that could happen and the way it happened for me has happened to so many of our clients who are now in those relationships they've always wanted to be in. And now even in the marriages that they've always dreamed of. Wow. You two are so freaking powerful. My gosh. So transformational, (laughs) um, the coaches that you are, we've just scratched the surface of all the value that you can provide. But some of the stories that you've mentioned, I think give our audience and listeners an idea an insight of what's possible for them. And I think that's, that's something that's really important is just, to reignite that flame of possibility, that spark of possibility that we really can have the relationship of our dreams. We really can have it all. And I think having people around us who are living that is so important. So I know you two have a ton going on that people can get involved with. Let's let our audience know what they can do as far as their next steps, um, ready to love again, and just anything else that they can be doing with you. You mentioned a retreat, Gladys. So just tell them what you got going on and how they can take those next steps with you. I'm like, I'm sitting here trying to think. That's why I was looking down, guys. I wasn't just kind of thinking. First of all, there's thank you to everybody who's putting such sweet things in the in the chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh there, we do have a retreat coming up, and um, I would love to talk to you all about that. Probably the best way to get in touch with us. We're really committed that whether you work with us or not, that we make a difference for you. And so we have a, a quiz that we call the Love Barrier Quiz, and we've been talking so much about it. Okay. And so that Love Barrier Quiz, it'll help us to see. It's just a, a few short questions, but we're able to see very quickly, okay, what is it? What, what might be the thing that's standing in your way? And then there's a, you know, there's a, one of the questions asks if you'd like to get personal feedback. You know, and so we or someone on our team can call you and have a conversation around that. A breakthrough conversation where you can see, okay, here's what's been standing in my way. And here are the next steps, the best next steps that I can take to start breaking through that. 
So I, I don't know what's the best way for me to get, I can send you the link. I just put um, the hearts desire international, um, dot com forward slash love barrier quiz in the comments on Facebook. And then we'll also have it in the show notes afterwards on the podcast. And okay. Podcast. Awesome. So that's that. Thank you. <laughs> that saves me trying to like type and talk <laughs> as I get older. I can't do both at the same time. And then, that's why I'm and here. Then, um, if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested, I think there's a question down at the bottom that says, is there anything else you'd like us to know about you? Put put in that comment. I'm interested. Like, I, I, I'd like to learn more about the retreat because then we'll make sure. I mean, that's coming up. That's the next thing that we have. So we'll make sure that we um, put you up towards the top of the of the list so that we can reach out to you. So in there somewhere, uh, right, I'm interested in the retreat. You'll also get an email right away after you do uh, after you opt in for the quiz, and you can reply to that email and say, "I'm really interested in the retreat because it's a small, it's a small event. It, there's limited seats because we want it to be intimate. We want to be able to really connect, and it's three days of transformation from the time you walk in to the time you walk out. Expect oh, breakthroughs and, and expect your life not not to ever look the same again. I love it. I love it, uh, Michelle. Did you want to add anything to that? Um, no, I think Gladys covered it. I mean, if I have to, if I could say anything about the retreat, it's that it is, um, a life transforming experience. It's an immersive experience. Um, don't want to give too much of it away because we have a lot of surprises, but I will say that the ladies who went to the last retreat, uh, we had an engagement come out of it. We had a couple of things being, huh? What was that? Yeah. A marriage come out of that. Um, we also had two marriages that were really in, in not great shape be restored. We had somebody decide that the, that the relationship she was in was not for her. She got very clear about that. Yeah. And then we also, um, we also had uh, relationships even with uh, children, like adult children transform, you know, mothers being able to go back home and have the conversation they've been too afraid to have. I mean, it is one of the most powerful experiences you'll ever go through. It'll be fun. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you know, you'll want to write write all about it. Um, it'll be amazing. And, uh, you know, as you can see, Gladys and I were very down to earth. Uh, but when it comes to, to our events, we give it 110% of our heart. And that's why our clients have the results that they have. So if you, even if you just want to find out about it, don't let the, I'm not sure if I can, it's April 17th, 18th and 19th. Just you lose nothing by asking. You can gain everything by asking. And we'll be honest, if we don't think that's the best fit for you, We'll 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 let you know if there's either something else that we have, someone that we know that would be a better fit to work with you. We're we're about serving, so it's not about getting you to go to a retreat. And here's what I'll say: Michelle's gonna. I know she's gonna. Oh, she may or may not roll her eyes, but I cannot keep secrets. So <laughs> I can keep. I'm super confidential with my clients, but when it's a surprise or a gift, I. Yeah. And secrets. So we have Valentine's Day for those of you who are watching in real time. I know we're here. This is going to be a syndication. But those of you who are watching in real time, fill out the love barrier quiz. Make sure you get on our email list. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but Valentine's Day is coming up and we gift for Valentine's Day. So we know that some people are single, some people are in relationships. You may or may not get a gift. We have something very special coming up this weekend. Um, and you need to be on our email list to find out what it is. And I'm going to stop talking because I don't want to say what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Gladys and Michelle, you two are just so, so amazing. So for anyone who's tuning in live, replay, podcast, whatever, 
contact these two ladies, whichever one resonates most with you or jump on a call with both of them, whatever feels good for you. Get curious about what can be transformed. Get curious about what's really possible for you. And uh, just you two are, are shining examples of, of that, of living our greatest possible self and having it all. So thank you for what you do for women, especially to see like what's possible for them. You're, you're doing amazing, amazing work in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for the invitation. Thank you for the work you're doing. If it's because of people like you who have a vision of not just uh, changing your own world, but really making an impact in the world as a whole and tr really bringing transformational leaders in. This is the kind of thing. So everybody, you know, make sure you share this, share this tag, you know, Chris, because this is how we go about changing the world. It doesn't happen by sitting on your couch complaining about everything that's happening. This is the kind of stuff that changes lives. Yes. And I, want, I also want to say, I think that um, what you do is extraordinary. It's hard enough to be on a one-hour <laughs> podcast or interview, but to go 12 hours every week, just the level of service and generosity that you're demonstrating, it's inspiring. Thank you, Michelle. I'm glad it's, you two are amazing. We'll see you soon. Okay. Bye. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>